The podcast The Matrix is a system, listener. One that's based on experience, skill sets, and you. There are other hosts, but what I'm telling you is that when it's time to dodge the billing bullets for hosting your entire podcast library online, you won't need to. Plug into the real-world podcast hosting solution now at podcastermatrix.com. That's podcastermatrix.com. The sound of the voice on the other end of a 911 call is almost always delivered frantically. The needs of the caller on the other end of a 911 call are ones that need to be met immediately. The services sent to a caller during a 911 call are always delivered efficiently. The stories, perspectives, and details created by these calls over more than 20 years are life lessons and legacies for everyone involved, including me. The records are archived for all time, like this podcast, digitally. I am a 911 dispatcher. My name is Lisa. This is Digitally Dispatched. A lot of 911 calls come in because a person on the other end is in desperate need of an ambulance for some sort of medical emergency. These emergencies cover a spectrum, everything from colds and flu to victims who are in the fight to stay alive or to save someone's life. And then you have some once-in-a-lifetime calls that you never forget because they're so outside of the norm. The call begins... A 911 call comes in. Female on the other end is out of breath and talking very fast. She needs an ambulance for her husband who's fallen from a ladder and he can't move. As a dispatcher, I ask her to take a quick breath. Tell me where she is. I need your location to send you help. This is a reminder to all of you listening. Tell the dispatcher your location, location, location. The thing I hear is, here, tell her where we are. I need to go check on dad. And another voice comes on and says, uh, hello? And I tell him, hi, I'm Lisa. I'm the 911 operator. Can you tell me the address to where I can send an ambulance? The young man gives me his address, and I explain to him that now I'm going to transfer him to the fire and EMS dispatch team so that they can get the ambulance en route, and they're going to have questions for him. The call was then transferred. I silently monitored to see what's going on so that I can tell my officers what they're going to walk into. I gather enough information to get the PD en route. I have the address that there's a male in his 50s. He fell from a ladder, was lying on his back on the ground. He is conscious, alert, breathing, and the medics are en route. As I listen, I hear a commotion in the background, and the young man, excited, said that his dad was up and jumping around and yelling something. The medic dispatcher asked the caller, to tell the patient or victim to just sit down, to which the caller yells to his mom to have dad sit down. Inside of the commotion, we hear laughter. What? A middle-aged man just fell off a ladder, landed on his back, and now the caller on scene is laughing? The medic dispatcher attempts to get the attention of the caller to ask what was happening. As with most callers, when things change or escalate, they forget that they're on the phone with those who are sending them help and need to know what's going on. The young man came back onto the line and says that his dad is jumping around, saying that his back is burning and stinging. The dispatcher asked him to have his dad sit down as to not cause any further harm that could have been caused from the fall. We hear him telling his mom 
and dad to calm down and have dad sit down. This is repeated a few times before my caller finally says, the cops are here, and then hangs up the phone. I need to make myself 10-6 for a short moment. I want you to 10-5 with some of the episode sponsors and converse with them about how they can assist you. When I'm 10-8, I'll meet you back on scene. I am Lisa, and you are being digitally dispatched. Make your podcast soar with the Editor Core. Editing podcasts can be, ugh, rough. Everyone knows that you'll spend at least double the time you use creating the podcast when editing it. Then there's the control freak factor and the gotta get it right the first time. Well, it's time to shove all that out the door and make your podcast soar with the Editor Core. The Editor Core is a talented, experienced team of podcast editors that have edited tens of thousands of hours of podcast content, and they're ready for yours now. Check out EditorCore.com because it's time to make your podcast soar. EditorCore.com. That's EditorCore.com. Do you like what you're hearing during the Digitally Dispatched podcast? Let's have a conversation about how you can help us grow. Visit my website at digitallydispatched.com and let's find a way to get your organization, business, or effort to benefit from my focused and engaged audience. Let me help you grow your digital footprint and foster educational content on the internet. Open a channel now at digitallydispatched.com. That's digitallydispatched.com. Thought about a career in voiceover? Need a great, cost-effective on-hold message for your organization or business? Don't know where to start? Check out The Voice Farm, your one-stop shop for voiceover needs. Check it out now by accessing The Voice Farm at voicefarmers.com and see what difference can be made with a company that is truly outside the box. From The Voice Box, voicefarmers.com. That's voicefarmers.com. Lisa at Digitally Dispatched here. Welcome back to the call. The call continues. The police arrive on scene, and my side of the call is pretty much over. But there's so much more that happened on scene with this call. Well, what had happened was a 57-year-old male decided that he needed to cut the limb from a tree in his front yard. The limb had been struck by lightning in a recent storm, and he wanted to cut it down so that it didn't fall on its own, possibly causing other issues. The man puts up his extension ladder and leans on the tree, making sure it's tight and secure. He begins to climb the ladder with the chainsaw in hand. Once up the ladder, he situates himself, fires up the chainsaw, and starts sawing the limb. The limb he wants to cut down happens to be the same limb his ladder's leaning on. Do you see where I'm going here? Once the limb starts to give way, so does the ladder. Thinking quickly, the man disengages the chainsaw and tosses it away from himself, and the ladder and he crash to the ground. The man fell at least 20 feet, landed flat on his back, and this is when the 911 call came in. We found out not only did he fall and land on his back, he also landed on a hornet's nest. The man jumped up because he was being stung by hornets. 
Now the burning and stinging comments make sense. The man fortunately had no allergies, so we didn't have to deal with any anaphylactic shock. When the medics arrived on scene, they put him on a backboard to secure his head and neck, which is standard procedure for that kind of fall. He was taken to the hospital and found out that he had over a dozen hornet stings on his back, had a slight concussion, and whiplash. Fortunately, there were no broken bones, just a broken pride. The resolution. Police, fire, and EMS are dispatched to a fall. After arriving on scene, the police deduce that the man had been stung by bees. The victim was checked out on scene by EMS and transported to a local hospital. The victim's pride was never found. What the caller did right. The caller called 911 for help. When the caller realized she was unable to calm down and answer the questions being asked, she handed the phone to someone who could. Location was immediately given. This is not the last time you're going to hear this on my podcast. Most important information to be given is location, location, location. All instructions were followed by the person who took over and attempted to get the others involved to comply with what was being asked. Lessons learned. Always know your limitations. If you can't handle a call because of what's going on, what's happening around you, because you're too upset, you're overly emotional, give the phone to someone who can answer the questions. If you're unable to hand the phone to someone, please listen to the 911 dispatcher and try to answer all the questions that are being asked. The most important one being your location. Said it before and I'll say it again, location is key. That's how we know where to send help. Location, location, location. What I learned as a dispatcher. The lesson I learned most from in this call was something I had mentioned earlier. It's called silent monitoring. What silent monitoring is, is where once I transfer a call to the fire and EMS dispatch team, I put myself on mute and I listen to what's being asked of the caller and what their answers are. This way I can gather vital information to give to my officers before they arrive on scene. Let's take this call. For example, when I initially gave out the call, I told the officers a man had fallen from a ladder and was laying on his back in the front yard. When they arrived on scene, the man was running around screaming about being stung or stinging or burning caused by, now we know, the hornet's nest. Had my officers not been told what they were walking into, they may have seen this man as combative or out of control and would have handled the call completely differently and could have possibly been stung themselves. The legacy. The legacy in this call has two parts. The first being that you can't always do everything by yourself or on your own, and it's okay to rely on other people's help. There's no shame in asking someone else to take the wheel so that you can handle what you need to handle. All too often, we feel like we have to do it all by ourselves. If there's someone that can help, let them help. The second part of this is don't saw off the limb that your ladder is leaning on. This is one of the biggest takeaways, not just from this call, but it can be 
tacked on in our own lives. All too often, we set ourselves up for failure, just like he did. Inadvertently, he put up the ladder to take care of something that was bothering him and then ended up in a whole world of hurt by his own hand. The bottom line is, don't saw off the limb that you're leaning on, whether it be in front of your house or in your life. You know, I have a very interesting question for you. Do you know what situational awareness is? Something I've learned in dispatching is to be aware of everything around you, whether it's people, cars when you're driving, obstacles in your roadway, or a hornet's nest. Just know what's out there and how to maneuver around them. So I need to hear from you. Go over to our website at digitallydispatch.com, fill out the quick web form, and let me know your situational awareness stories. Time for a little dispatcher trivia. There are numerous agencies across the country that run with only one dispatcher on duty for what becomes a horrific 24-hour shift. What do you think about that? It's food for thought. The calls, stories, and legacies I share are dispatched digitally. The lessons learned by all, the callers, you, especially me, are a piece of my life's unfolding story that I'm proud to share and are preserved digitally. Your thoughts, ideas, and comments can be sent to me electronically at my website, digitallydispatched.com. I am a 911 dispatcher. My name is Lisa, and you have been digitally dispatched. <laughs>